Talk Radio. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you got one! It's Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. And last night, President Trump released a very short video that we're going to air next segment that is the most important minute and a half of video I've seen politically in my lifetime. This is the former president of the United States, the 45th president, the 45th president who had the election stolen from him three plus years ago, literally laying out the fact that there'll never be real elections again, just like Venezuela or just like the old Soviet Union, and that they are, in multiple states like Colorado, trying to take him off the ballot, using their criminal charges to do it. They are directly, not just election meddling, but election stealing by denying you a candidate in your face. Where are the governors? Where are the legislatures? Where are the people? Whether you love Trump or hate Trump or you're neutral on Trump, it doesn't matter. This is the permanent bureaucracy that's launching all these wars and destroying our borders and sexualizing our children and transgenderism, literally telling you, you can't have President Trump. They're the same people that are surveilling you and censoring you and controlling you. It's all come out. Everything they're doing is beyond criminal. It is treason against humanity. And we've gotten numb. And quite frankly, I have. I'm not criticizing viewers and listeners. But all of us have gotten really numb to the level of corruption and bullying and oppression we'll put up with. Look at all the things the establishment's doing right now. Look at all the wars. Look at the devaluation of the dollar. Look at the inflation. Look at Biden's bulldozers smashing over legal fences put up on the Texas border. So we're going to come back in a few minutes. And we're going to play this incredibly historic clip from President Trump, who, who did win the election. And they've indicted him in Georgia at a state level and federally in D.C. and the District of Mordor, saying he's indicted for questioning elections. This isn't somebody getting arrested for the N-word, which is bad enough, or arrested for Holocaust denial. This is somebody being indicted and then turning themselves into the police and facing decades in jail for questioning an election that we all saw them steal. And they've gone through his lawyers, a bunch of cowards on average, and charged them so they're rolling on Trump saying, oh, I knew it wasn't stolen. They have charged him in Georgia for saying illegal aliens voted, even though it's on record they did. Look up the news. They're legalizing illegal aliens voting in cities and liberal leftist states all over the country. So this is an incredible time, ladies and gentlemen. This is the bureaucratic corporate coup of America. It's illegal, it's illegitimate, and it's our right and our duty to say no against it. So we're going to lay all of this out geopolitically and what it means. NATO's losing the war in Ukraine. The German defense minister says, prepare for war to Germans, get ready for full-scale war. Israel, 
the things that are happening there. This is insanity. But this is what happens when the big globalist debt bubble starts imploding. They need a new war to distract from all the crimes they've committed. What does Gerald Salenti always say? When all else fails for the establishment, they take you to war. When all else fails, they take you to major conflict. And that's where we are right now. And that's why I know a lot of you are punch drunk. So am I. We've been doing this so long. We've been in the fight so deep that just to survive, we kind of compartmentalize it. But, but now is the critical part of the battle happening right now. And that's why I want you today, this minute, to share the live links at InfoWars.com forward slash show and band out video. Tell folks, tune in because the American resistance is live on air. Stay with us. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and support the InfoWars. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. President Trump has issued an emergency alert. America is under a globalist coup. We're going into a permanent dictatorship. We've got to stop it for ourselves and our children's future now. It's Thursday, November 2nd. 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and I want everybody to just sit back and focus on the fact that we are in a captured nation by BlackRock, by the mega banks, by the private Federal Reserve, and they are openly traveling all over the country, filing lawsuits that have failed to remove members of Congress from being able to run for office again with Gozer and MTG. You've seen that. But now with their state and federal charges in these Soros-controlled courts, they are openly trying to remove President Trump from the ballot in Colorado and New Hampshire and other states. There's no debating Trump is 70% of the Republican field against all their candidates. They're 30%, 10 candidates, Pence just dropped out. He's 70% on average, depending on the poll. The low polls are 65%. There's no doubt he's 20-plus points ahead of Biden in their mainline polls. They are in panic mode, and they're telling you, you can't have this man. If he wasn't somebody I supported, I would still say it's wrong to take the voters' rights away. And they've indicted him for claiming there was election meddling in 2020. And three years later, it's come out the CIA, the FBI, big tech colluding to block voters from information, to cover up stories about Joe Biden, all the illegal aliens, the people voting the names of dead people and the the mail-in ballots in the six key states. And now Trump has come out in a speech we're about to play. It's very short, but so historic and powerful and said they're establishing a permanent dictatorship. And once they're able to steal this from us again and from President Trump, they're never going to let go. They know there's been a political realignment. People have broken with the BlackRock-controlled, WEF-controlled, globalist Democratic Party. So what do you do when the people say no, legally and lawfully, and declare their declaration of independence through voting? You declare them an enemy terrorist group. They've got all the false reports everywhere. FBI says Trump supporters are going to engage in terror. And, oh, Trump supporters work with Russia to cut the power off, and that may cancel the election. And they've got World War III and the Israel conflict and Russia. And all of that is a distraction. In the next 12 months, and it's basically 12 months this week, 
we're going to see hell released to censor you, to shut down InfoWars, and to imprison President Trump and remove him on the ballot. They're now saying, hey, you keep criticizing these courts. We've given you two strikes. The third one, you're going to jail for saying these courts are a fraud, for saying they're Democratic Party operatives. When the judge in New York bragged, I don't follow the law, I do what I want. When the Attorney General in New York said, I'm going to put Trump in jail, that's my political mission. This is dictatorship being set up. Dictatorship is the standard position in the world. Free countries are rare. It's where everyone came here to experience this. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the fight of our lives, and as Trump has said a hundred times or more, they're not coming after him. They're coming after you. They've just got to get through him to get to you. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will encourage you again today to realize how precious InfoWars is, to take these clips, to take these reports and post them everywhere and to share them on your email, your text messages, by word of mouth, to strangers, to friends, to family, to your church. Don't spread InfoWars. Spread something else. Steve Bannon or Jack Posobiec or President Trump, Tucker Carlson. But whatever you do, stand now. This is your chance to be part of the second American revolution. And it's an information war and the enemy's losing. So they're now saying Hezbollah is going to launch terror attacks in America when they're the ones who brought Hezbollah in. They're saying Iran's already assassinated American officials, but won't tell us who. We're going into the false flags. We're going into the tyranny. It's happening right now. And this is game time, ladies and gentlemen. You are the info war. You are the human intelligence. You are the power. So, all of you, take the live links right now to InfoWars.com forward slash show, Bandai Video. Share them everywhere. The great Michael, Jan, and others are about to be with us. But first, let's play this important emergency alert with the real president, the former president, telling you we're going into a permanent dictatorship. Imagine 10 years ago, a former president saying we're going into a dictatorship with communists and the New World Order. You wouldn't even believe that was possible. But he's telling the truth, and it's happening let that sink in. Let that soak in. Now's not the time to watch Sunday night football games and go to the baseball game. I know the World Series is basically over. Now is the time to realize that the globalists are coming for your currency, your children, your way of life, your right to religion, everything else. Here's President Trump with the emergency alert he's issuing. And the political climate's so crazy. Think about all the fact this is even no big deal. This isn't the top story in the country. That shows how desensitized with learned helplessness and mass Stockholm syndrome we've gotten. A fake trial is currently taking place to try and illegally remove my name from the ballot. I often say that 2024 will be the most important election in the history of our country. The reason for that and that statement is that our country is being destroyed by people who have no idea what they're doing, or even worse, they may very well have an idea. They may hate our country and they may want to see it destroyed. But it may also be the last election we ever have. If this election doesn't work, if this election is rigged and stolen, if bad things happen, our country will not survive. If Crooked Joe and the Democrats get away with removing my name from the ballot, then there will never be a free election in America again. We will have become a dictatorship where your president is chosen for you. You will no longer have a vote or certainly won't have a meaningful vote. And you could say, frankly, that that has already begun. This truly is our final chance to save America. And with the 2024 election now less than one year away, this is your chance to take a stand against tyrants that support the one and only movement that can save our country. 
and make America great again. We must win in 2024. If we don't win, we will not have a country. If we do win, we will make America greater than it's ever been before. Thank you. So let's go over those words right now that President Trump just said. I often say 2024 will be the most important election in the history of our country. The reason for that and this statement is that our country is being destroyed by people who have no idea what they're doing. Or even worse, they may very well have an idea. They may hate our country and they may want to see it destroyed. The average globalist minion is just being paid to do this thinks they're on the winning team. But the Chicoms and BlackRock and the globalists know they're pushing America into a civil war. So it's both the things President Trump said there. But he's really good at saying something to get you to think to come to your own conclusion. He continues. But it may also be the last election we ever have. That's totally true. If this election doesn't work, if this election is rigged and stolen, if bad things happen, our country will not survive. The false flags, the race war, they're already priming. If Crooked Joe and the Democrats get away with removing my name from the ballot, then there will never be a free election in America again. Of course, they're trying to remove members of Congress from being able to vote. That's open election meddling, trying to say you can't even vote for the person you want. That is cut and dry election theft, not just election meddling. He continues. We will have become a dictatorship. We would have become a dictatorship of this oligarchy. We will have become a dictatorship. That's a president saying that. We would have become a dictatorship. We would have become a dictatorship where your president is chosen for you. You will no longer have a vote or certainly a minute vote. You could say, frankly, that this has already begun and it has he said, adding that this is truly our final chance to save America. A lawsuit in Colorado is challenging Trump's eligibility for the state's presidential ballot next year, claiming he should be removed from the ballot. Oh, you claim there's election fraud, so we're going to remove you from the ballot. Just like the CIA advised the communist government of Brazil when they stole the election there earlier this year, or late last year, to then now bar Bolsonaro forever running because he questioned the election. Michael Young and others are about to take over, but I want to remind listeners again, I'm in a total info war. I won't give up, I won't give in, I won't give out. But the reason I've said is, I may have to quit, is because if you don't support us, and I'm not blaming you, I'm just telling you the facts, it feels like quitting. I'm not quitting. But if I don't have the funds to fund InfoWars, I don't have the funds to continue to fight on this critical final 12 months going into this great epic battle, you're taking me off the field. You're taking me out of the football stadium itself. So I can't do this without you, ladies and gentlemen. I want to be on the field in this fight. I want to be in the front line, but I can't do it without you. So please pray for us. Please spread the links and articles. And please tell people all over the web where our clips are viral every day that you can hear the actual live show in the source at infowars.com forward slash show. Keep me on the field. Keep me in the stadium. Quite frankly, not having the funds we need, it's like I'm halfway on the bench half the time, unable to fight like I need to. So please get great products you need at infowarstore.com. Get my book, The Great Awakening. Get the other documentaries. Get the other books. Get high-quality water filtration. Whatever you do, I want to thank you for your past support, but realize now is the time to be supporting in the face of this evil, InfoWarsStore.com. There's no excuses. 
either decide to join the globalists and throw in your towel and roll over and give up or decide to stand with myself and President Trump and General Flynn and others and spread the word about this broadcast and get great products now like Brain Force Ultra is an incredible, clean, nootropic. It's 60% off. The sale's going to end soon. Get it now. Experience it. But regardless, know you support the broadcast. Go to InfoWarsTore.com. Click the support. Donate button. Whatever you do, keep us in the fight because we've proven we're right. We've proven we're talking about the real world. Elon Musk is quoting me verbatim now. We're getting a lot of traction. But the enemy's coming after us, so please keep me in the fight. Whatever you do, realize how historic this moment is and get in the stadium. Get off the bench and get in the arena right now. Get on the field right now. That's what this is all about, ladies and gentlemen. It is going down. Global corporate forces think you're stupid. They think you're mindless. They think you're an idiot. They think you're easy to defeat. They think you don't understand things. They don't think you know what's happening. And Congress knew nothing about big tech censorship. For this transmission today, this is do or die, folks. Alex Jones, the message he was just giving was absolutely poetic, prophetic, and necessary for the American people to hear and to act. Michael, this is a war for humanity, and America is in the way of the global tyrants, the globalists, from taking over and destroying humanity and remaking it in what their image is and clearly not what's God's. It's great to be with you, Michael, down here in Central America. Great. Yeah, actually, this time we're, we're in Belize. We've been in Panama quite a bit lately. As you can see, Panama is being destabilized. It's not in the news much, but it's being, we have a team down there right now. They just actually went through the Darien Gap. They just emerged yesterday morning survived it. They came through with some very uh, malicious behaving Syrians. They came through with a huge number of Chinese, uh, Venezuelans as well. By the way, many Venezuelans actually are Hezbollah. A lot of people don't realize that. And they speak Spanish fluently, I mean natively, because many of the Hezbollah actually were born in Venezuela. So they, they actually can fit right in with the body language and, and the whole works. And so we have people from about 140 countries coming through the Darien Gap, an Imbra Indian friend just messaged me about an hour and a half ago saying that 6,000 aliens came through the Darien Gap yesterday. So they're sleeping on the streets now uh, in, in Panama. They're unable to get the buses through to pick up the migrants or the aliens who come through the Darien Gap, the illegal aliens, because there's huge unrest going on in Panama now. The streets are blocked, not directly related to the, to the aliens coming through, but related to Chinese destabilization and World Economic Forum destabilization of Panama. That's what's actually going on. Nominally, it's about a, uh, about a copper mine uh, contract with a Canadian con company, which is actually heavily and openly financed by China, and so and BlackRock and whatnot. So, I mean, bottom line is Panama is one of the most vital terrains on planet Earth, and it is being destabilized just as we've been saying for several years now that it would happen. And these aliens coming through the Darien Gap, uh, I must have said this on 200 interviews in the last few years, eventually that spigot will be stopped and those aliens coming through will be used to destabilize Panama. That's what's happening right now as we speak, not in the news. You're actually hearing it right now on Alex Jones's show for the first time because I haven't actually published it. It's just, it's that, it's that fresh. So, you know, I want to set the table a little bit, Michael, because Alex did a great job of just really giving everybody a global perspective of what's happening right now. Really, it's it's America that's in the way. President Trump has always talked about he's standing in the way from the globalists and the Americans. Well, it's America standing in the way 
of the tyranny of the globalists and the rest of the world, and it's the destruction of humanity. So looking at this from a global perspective, the people on the move, we see them coming through Darien. This is the this is the uh, epicenter, if you will, of everybody that's involved in the takedown of this of, of America. Essentially, they're using human migration as weapons yep. to destabilize not only Panama, which is critical to the global ecosystem of supply chain management, et cetera, but also to the American way of life, which of course is how we have, you know, basically protected freedom. Now I think we bastardize that with our, you know, we're here to spread democracy nonsense and we basically become part of the problem, you know, starting yeah. and funding global wars vis-a-vis -vis our international banking cabal, which has a stranglehold on the American uh, federal government, not the people, but the American federal government. And we, we need to basically set the table so people understand you've got the American, the US government and you have the American people. They're totally different systems completely. And one is being used by the globalists to weaponize migration. And you see that in the bureaucracy of these unelected bureaucrats and these unconstitutional agencies like Secretary Mayorkas from Homeland Security facilitating and funding and also as the Health and Human Services uh, Organization, Xavier Becerra, funding these illegal aliens to come through the Darien Gap and elsewhere into our country, even using a, a border protection app to, to completely sidestep the immigration process completely. And Americans, we're paying for it with our tax dollars. We have enough information to put Mayorkas in prison. No kidding. I mean, that we've generated just in Panama. I mean, Mayorkas is down there in the Darien Gap on April 18th of 2022, I waited for four days right by a place where I thought he might land in helicopters. And voila, four Blackhawks landed right in front of me on day four. And, uh, and I've got video footage of him inside of one of the camps called San Vicente Camp. I call it China Camp, or we call it China Camp, because it's, it's, a, it's a camp where the Chinese use. There, there's Chinese in that camp right now. I just had somebody in the camp with them this morning. So there's Chinese in the camp right now. They just came out of the Daring Gap. They're waiting to get on buses, which they can't get on right now because the unrest through Panama is causing there's, – there's huge numbers, thousands and thousands of aliens who've made it through the Daring Gap who are now flooding out of the camps because they can't get the buses through because the roads are blocked. The Pan American Highway is blocked. So they haven't had electricity and most of Darien for the last three days, it just started a couple of hours ago again, because the fuel trucks can't get down to fuel the, 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 uh, the, the generators, right? So they haven't had electricity for three days. They're starting, some of the people in Darien are running short on food. Uh, it's, not, it's not a crisis yet, but it's getting there. The food prices are, the farmers have been dumping out their food in Panama. I cannot stress enough how important Panama is. It is absolutely vital, right? And Panama is being destabilized, and it's being it's being taken by the World Economic Forum and the Chinese Communist Party. The Panamanians, whenever I say this, they accuse me of being a conspiracy theorist. They're going to die, and I mean that. Panama is not going to make it. I keep telling them, you will not survive this unless you do something right now. And they're not doing it. They're doing just what Europe has done, multi-culty nonsense. Sweden's gone. Uh, Masako Ganaha, the famous Japanese journalist, and I were in uh, were in Luxembourg last year in Europe, and and that place is about five zero percent, about fifty percent migrants. Now Luxembourg's dead, right? And you see the same thing happening in in across Europe, where we travel constantly, watching what's going on. <clears throat> Another vital train in Europe is actually Netherlands. Netherlands is also being taken by the by the World Economic Forum and the Chinese Communist Party. They're building something called Tri-State City. Every time I mention Tri-State City, the accusations of conspiracy theorists come in. 
but there are maps for Tri-State City that are published by the World Economic Forum, who will then accuse you of conspiracy theory. But the maps are there. Look up Tri-State City. You can find the map in about five seconds. And you'll see that it's a this is a city that will consist of about 30 million people if it goes according to plan. It's most of Netherlands, a part of Belgium, and part of Germany. That's the Tri-State. The end of the railway that goes all the way from Shanghai and other feeders in China ends at Rotterdam Harbor, which is in Tri-State City, which is at the mouth of the Rhine River, which is like the Mississippi for Europe, right? So Rotterdam Harbor is one of the biggest in the world, one of the top 10, and it's the largest in Europe. Just south of Tri-State, of, of uh, Rotterdam Harbor is, is Antwerp, which is the second largest harbor in Europe. Those will both be in Tri-State City. You see why I spend so much time in Netherlands and why I spend so much time in Panama and, and Japan. These are all vital terrains, right? And so bottom line is this is not just about uh, weaponized migration. The weaponized migration are one weapon that they're bringing to the war. They're like the tanks, right? They've also got they're, – they're building the new Silk Road. The Chinese Communist Party has co-authored a book with a, with a Panamanian economist – uh, that talks about how they're going to open up a railway from South America through Panama and a highway. They're working on it right now. We were just down there looking at the bridge. We just uh, made photos of the, the new bridge going over the Rio Chukanaka right now. Anyway, I'll talk for, for days. Well, we're about to go to break, Michael. But again, I, I talk. what you're talking about is the Chinese Belt and Road Initiative. Right. And they do have a really detailed map of what they're already currently doing and what they intend to do. And what we witnessed clearly down in the Darien Gap is the connection from the Pan-American Highway in South America, connecting through Central America and, of course, up into America. And we're seeing uh, the Taiwanese government in partnership here in Belize uh, increasing the, the breadth and depth of the roadway system here, all to facilitate this weaponized migration. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation because the world needs to get off the couch. Keyboard warriors are great, but time to get up, folks. Time to get in the fight, like Alex said. We'll be right back here more with InfoWar. Last year, we put this book out, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It became a number one national bestseller. Now we've put part two out, and it's even thicker and more powerful. The Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalists and launch the second great renaissance. This is such a powerful book. It covers all the globalist plans, the latest developments, how to stop them, and then gives an alternate plan of the society we could build together. That's why it's The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening is happening right now. You can get signed or unsigned copies of the book at InfoWarsStore.com. This is a historic book. I want to thank you all for your support. This is next level information, and it's a great way to not just support the broadcast, but inform yourself for the next level and share the book with friends and family. So whether you want one copy or multiple copies, go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. This is going to go to number one. I want to thank you for your support. It's a powerful book. Get yours now. Bodies is. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. America tracking the migrant invasion, but more specifically giving you a global perspective on what you need to see, hear, and understand. And it's time to get off the couch, get out from behind the keyboard, and get engaged, get on the battlefield. If you heard Alex's transmission at the beginning of this broadcast, you heard he's asking for everybody to get engaged. 
The war is here and it is real. And America is going down right now because the globalists have instituted an evil genius plan to destabilize the world through weaponized human migration. And we're seeing it happen here in Central America. Panama has, for all intents and purposes, is on the verge of collapsing and losing their government based on the weaponized migration that is currently underway with thousands and thousands of people coming from all over the world through the Darien Gap. And now because the city has uh, basically been shut down or the country's been shut down as people are now protesting over government contracts that are going sideways as the government is unfortunately doing dirty deals with the CCP, with BlackRock and other global organizations, the people are unhappy. They're very unhappy with their government and the people are standing up and rising up, but they're also unhappy with the migrant invasion. Just talk to the Embarah Indians who live down in the gap who are watching their culture be destroyed, their environment be destroyed. They live in the rainforest with endemic species that are being destroyed as thousands and thousands of people are trampling through that protected UNESCO habitat. And again, the Biden regime, along with uh, Mexicans, President Obrador and the prime minister of, of Canada, Justin Trudeau, all signing the Declaration of North America on January 10th of this year, basically dissolving the borders of these three countries and facilitating the weaponized human migration at the expense of the American taxpayer who's going to be paying the interest on all the money that the international banking cabal, known as the Federal Reserve, prints to fund all of this. These migrants are getting paid $2,200 a month, while the American average retiree on Social Security gets $1,400. Some migrants in Chicago, for instance, are getting paid upwards of $9,000 a month. So again, the push and pull of human migration, of human osmotic pressure, as my colleague Michael Yan here says, is uh, is being weaponized. And it's, uh, it's to the fall of this great country here. And before we went to break, we were talking about the Belt and Road Initiative and how the World Economic Forum and the CCP are really collaborating at this time, Michael, to facilitate what is true globalism and the destruction of sovereignty. Right. Notice how these human osmotic pressure flows, the push and that pull of that migration. Much of the flow is happening right where they wish to build these Belt and Road Initiative main corridors. For instance, Panama is a main corridor, and the aliens flowing through are going right along the lines where they wish to make the, the, the railway and the roadway through, plus the Panama Canal, where 6% of global uh, trade passes through that canal, right? That is absolutely a vital. Panama is, again, one of the most vital terrains on Earth. Likewise, huge numbers being pushed into Netherlands and other places like that, which are very key uh, uh, terrain in the in the future of, of what's unfolding. Uh, likewise, you see Japan preparing Okinawa Prefecture for eventual same thing happening. Uh, Masako Ganaha and Chuck Holton and I were in Okinawa Prefecture earlier this year. We were on Ishigaki Island talking with the mayor and others there about their preparations, for instance, for an invasion. If something happens to Taiwan, the mayor of Ishigaki was concerned that many of the Taiwanese will then flow into Ishigaki, and uh, and then the, the 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 Japanese who live on Ishigaki will then have to leave, right? And and, and main, meanwhile, the mainlanders who live in ta uh, Taiwan and who will just come straight from the mainland will then occupy part of Okinawa Prefecture, which will then, of course, that's like taking the keys in the, in Florida. Eventually, you'll then. Uh, move up into the greater Florida and throughout the rest of the bloodstream. And this is clearly what's happening. Yeah. So if you, if you want to get even more nitty gritty into the context of all of this, 
you're going to have to take a closer look at actually what's happening down here in Central America. Anthony Rubin, known as Muckraker, the real Muckraker on Twitter, has done an incredible job of actually becoming part of the migrant flow. He, le- he arrived in Quito, Ecuador, and assimilated into a group of migrants, predominantly of Syrian and Chinese descent, and, and traveled with them through the dangerous trek of the Darien Gap. It's about a six-day journey through a very rugged mountainous, mountainous terrain that is a, truly a jungle environment. But because, again, as I mentioned just earlier, the thousands of people that have come through there, they've trampled the environment, therefore making the pathway a lot more hospitable, if, if you can even believe it, in an area that is you know, particularly overrun with uh, you know, deadly diseases, uh, animals, and of course, then if the individuals that are there to rob you along the way, the uh, you know some of the unfortunate people that are come, coming through are posing just like migrants there that are there to rob you. Some of them even wear uniforms to look like they're military there to facilitate your journey through. And in fact, they're there to make sure that you either don't make it out alive or you don't make it out with any of the goods and money that you are trying to make it through to the other side. So he actually came out, he and his brother, Josh, amazing that they went through this entire ordeal. They never got sick, which is really a kudos to their um, fortitude and their health. And and they practiced really good, safe uh, water drinking, et cetera. But they got to the other side and they are now in, uh, they were in Camp Vicente, which as you call China Camp. San Mike, Vicente, they were there this morning. Yeah, they were yeah. there. They got there this morning. Uh, Panama has lost power. It's uh, sort of, I said, they're going through some serious issues right now. I think we just got power back up, so we were able to get comms on them. But Michael had them equipped with GPS, so we were able to track the journey. And, uh, you know, unlike anybody anybody else going through there, they actually saw up close and personal just how dangerous it is, but also the ferocity of these people that are in this migrant, um, you know, battalion, if you will, the wave of the invading army that's coming to our country. These are people that hate America. 6,000 just yesterday through the gap, according to Embraer Indians, just yesterday, 6,000 in one day. Just the Darien Gap. And this is what Anthony's talking about. The looks in their eyes, yeah. they hate Americans. I mean, Anthony was warned, don't be filming these people because they are going to suspect that you're there to report on them or give them up or whatever, right? Yeah, especially the Syrians. They're, they're straight up hardcore. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we, if you put this in context, right, you've got global war happening everywhere. And like Alex said in the beginning of the broadcast, again, spot on about all of this. Shout out to you, Alex Jones. You've been right about everything. And for, you know, for the people that are just now figuring that out, I'm glad they're on board, but you need to look at this thing in a global perspective. These wars that are being generated all over the place right now is because the system that they have is broken and they need to reset it. This is what the global reset is about. All assets deployed, they're using everything they can from the COVID pandemic to creating and manufacturing wars and funding both sides of it because they printed into an oblivion and the money supply just won't last. And the pressure of the BRICS economy coming up with all of the gold-backed currencies that they're, you know, facilitating in their basket of currencies, uh, they're waiting for the day. China's already turning back in treasuries. They are not using uh, the the dollar, the petrodollar, in Saudi Arabia anymore. They are destabilizing the international banking cabal, which is what runs our fiat currency here in the states. So the Americans are going to be unwitting victims in all of this, while the destabilization, as manufactured by these global elites and by countries like the BRICS nations that are you know, being booted out of the global cabal because uh, Joe Biden kicked Russia out of SWIFT, lucky for Russia. They are, you know, this whole confluence of events is the perfect storm that is going to crush the United States and it's going to crush the Americans. So while the United States government and all of the oligarchs in the government, which is the unelected bureaucrats, will survive just fine because they always do, we the people are the ones that are going to suffer. And the only way we can fight back is if we just stand up and say no.
No. Listen, no. And no. and listen, uh, I want to say something about those Syrians. Anthony out there with with his brother noticed that they all had they were wearing crosses and they had Jesus tattoos. Okay, like we actually fresh. believe you. Fresh. Yeah, fresh, fresh tattoos. Right there, you go. And they were very aggressive. Uh, like you know. And anyway, bottom line is. <clears throat> Things are not as they appear. Be careful. Be beware of these people coming across the border. Uh, they are hardcore. The Syrians broke off at one point in the jungle and took some other trail. We've already we were already we already suspected that some of those people, some of the jihadists, were taking a separate trail, and we reconned that part of that earlier this year. And so, and then now the Syrians just magically reappeared uh, late last evening. So they. Uh, they they went into the jungle at one place with the Chinese and the Venezuelans and others, and then the Syrians disappeared. And we suspect they went down this trail that we reconned, like I said earlier this year, and we think that's the jihadist trail. Anyway, bottom line, there's a lot going on. We have clear Hezbollah, Hamas, ISIS, everybody else under the sun is coming in. And meanwhile, everybody's running off to Israel. Ukraine, that war is lost. Bottom line, it's going exactly how a lot of us predicted it would go, like Doug McGregor and so many of us, uh, and Ann and, and I and Alex, and it's going exact. Alex, I mean, look at Alex. As he says, he's got like a 95% batting average. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's pretty off the top. He's Babe Ruth on this stuff. And he saw it coming. Uh, Ukraine's dead. And, and, and in my opinion, uh, Israel is also a dead man walking. I do not see how it's going to militarily survive this. I don't see it at all, actually. Meanwhile, if you want to cause a global war, um, you can do things like this. Open your borders up. Go waste all your time and money in places like Afghanistan, Ukraine. Uh, destroy our currency. Uh, and uh, go ahead and put U.S. troops in Gaza. While we've got massive numbers of, of jihadists coming through the Darien Gap and across our border every minute of the day. Literally every, not every hour. Not every day, every minute they are coming across, and there's already millions of them in the United States. This is very serious. Uh, this is going into a, a very serious civil war. I've been saying it for a long time. That's why I returned to the United States in 2020. I had been overseas for almost the entire 20 years before that, and I realized the United States was going into a civil war, and I finally flew back to the United States. It's coming to pass. So can we talk a little bit, Michael, about the uh, the genesis of all these terror organizations? Because to me, you know, and I, if you just look at the microcosm, Hillary Clinton saying, you know, the boogeyman is Russia, and the and the our current government calling Russia the boogeyman. They always have to have a boogeyman. It seems like every government has to have some sort of a boogeyman enemy. But what I believe we're waking up to the fact is the boogeyman enemy really is the the industrial the uh, surveillance industrial state, which creates these boogeymen, right? Our own governments create these, look, John McCain, right? ISIS, uh, Al-Qaeda. Look at how Hamas and Hezbollah have been created. These are manufactured terror organizations from the governments that that, that basically- Thomas, the Panamanian government, he would then, uh, you should see the footage I have of that. He's right in front of a sand table where there's the, there's the current camp and then the future camp. Well, now the future camp has been built. It's much larger now. There's Chinese in it right now as we speak. They just more come in from the jungle every morning. So that group that uh, Anthony uh, Rubin just came through the jungle with, they are actually in the camp right now waiting for buses that are not coming because the roads aren't open in Panama. So I mean, so, so many are actually walking up Highway 1 now towards Panama City. 
I don't think they realize how far that walk is. Or actually, they are smart people. It'll be several days. So we're getting reports right now this morning uh, from Imbra Indians and others down there that the aliens are actually knocking on Panamanians' doors to get food, sleeping in their yards. They're hungry. Uh, and so this is it. Panama is being destabilized. And this is from the... Listen, these organizations like Ann just saw it in Masako Ganaha. We were just down in Panama again, right by the Panama Canal, a former U.S. military headquarters area, is now IOM headquarters. It's Red Cross headquarters. UN, World Food Program, the who's who in the zoo have taken over a former U.S. military base, and it's now a and it's now an invasion base. These are all UN organizations. You know, just because they have a different moniker doesn't mean they're not related. They are all related back to the One World Government, United Nations, and you know we have been fighting a proxy war with Russia through Ukraine for the longest time now. And guess what? America is losing. We have given hundreds of billions of dollars of weapons and aid to Ukraine. And what do we have to show for it? We have a military that's been decimated. We have armaments that are that are actually low on supply. Our, our uh, strategic petroleum reserve, uh, we're down, I think, in the 30 percentile range for actual SPRs uh, on, on hand should we go into war. We have a military that's woke. We have a military that's been decimated by the bioweapon. These are all the ingredients that were put forth by the people behind the United Nations, the Committee of 300, uh, the global elites, whatever you want to call these demons, these are the architects of the destruction of humanity. But they, again, targeting the United States of America and Americans, not our government, our government officials. They're going to be A-OK because they always are. There's no accountability there because they're not even really, you know, they're not even elected, first of all. And most of them are selected bureaucrats. But more importantly, they don't even they don't even swear in the, a proper oath of office. That has all been uncovered with Freedom of Information Acts. We filed all these lawsuits, got all the FOIAs back. We can prove that the Biden cabinet doesn't even have proper oaths of office on file. All 100 percent legitimate. All this information has been given to the Trump team attorneys so that they can sort out how to handle this. This is a complete fabrication, like President Trump said in the opening message when the show started at 12 o'clock. You know, it's a kangaroo court. It's a fake court. The whole thing is fake. Well, it is fake. These people are not even legitimately installed in office properly. And yet we, the people, are tacitly giving them the power because we agree to, to their authority. We need to stand up and say, no, Alex Jones said this is the second revolution. History is going to reflect where were you and what did you do right now at this moment in time? Our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence demands that we perform our civic duty. And it talks about when you know tyranny has usurped our freedoms. We have an obligation, a duty, a civic duty to alter and abolish. And that's written right in paper on that parchment paper that is extremely valuable that, again, the people sitting up there in Capitol Hill do not even acknowledge is legitimate. Nancy Pelosi calls it a relic, for God's sakes. I mean, this is what we're dealing with, Michael. This is the moment of truth. This is it. This is, this is that moment. You either stand up now or you don't. You're either an American now or a Japanese now, patriot, or you are a leech or a coward. This is it. It's on. Game on. If we don't stop this invasion at the border, if we don't start mass deportations, you're dead. Bottom line. It's that simple. And it's the same with Europe. You're dead. And, you know, when I was on Jordan Peterson's show earlier this year with Ava Vlardingerbroek, Ava and I both warned that the BBB party in Netherlands was a plant by the World Economic Forum. The BBB in Dutch language is, is Bordenberger Beweging, which means Farmer Citizens Movement. It was a clear World Economic Forum plant, right? 
And yet the far farmers voted for it overwhelmingly. They, they voted for it overwhelmingly despite our protestations, even though their signs all over Europe, all over Netherlands were be, be better, build back better, Vorenberger bewegen. The enemy tells you what it's going to do. It tells you it's, it's practically got 666 written on its forehead and Satan ran acro written across its chest. And yet people still voted for it. People that, and, and when I would talk with Dutch farmers, they would say, no, you don't understand. They're on our side. Now they're taking their farms. That was in March. I was over there for those elections in March of this year. And already, instantly, Barnberger Beveging, they got in charge. Of, they got, not in charge, but they got a, a great deal of uh, seats in, 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 in Netherlands. And now they're working to take those farms away. Because who's going to be in charge? Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have put hundreds of millions of dollars into the picnic food distribution centers, many of which are around Netherlands, right? It's a vertical food uh, production, you know, crickets and printed meat. Masako and Ganaha, Masako Ganaha and I, the Japanese journalists, we went to a, a, a restaurant in Netherlands last year and they were printing meat, printing it with a printer, yeah. like an inkjet printer. They sell it in restaurants. We bought some. We didn't eat it. Uh, but we made vote. Yeah, I mean, we smelled it and that sort of thing. I hope we didn't get too close to it. And uh, and they're actually selling it on nice, beautiful white plates. And it's printed meat. You can't make up the stuff. Just look it up online. You'll see it's like an inkjet printer that prints meat. What's in that stuff? Well, clearly these are the anti-God globalists because if you believe in God, you would never consider eating printed meat, right? This, you know, God gave us everything on the planet, Michael, that we need. He gave us all of the, uh, as we learned from the um, from the Mennonites, that there's a, a pretty significant population of Mennonites that live right here in Belize. And these are the people, by the way, that are going to survive the global holocaust, as we call it, because they're living off the land. They're the super preppers, if you will. These are the people that know how to live and eat and, and, and uh, treat themselves for medicinal purposes just off the stuff that's growing on the ground. And again, Americans aren't prepared for this. What is coming when we re recognize we have terror cells in all 50 states, when we recognize that we ourselves, with our own eyes, and Anthony Rubin reporting as well, you have Syrians, Hezbollah, and Hamas, and uh, Chinese of military-age uh, men coming across the border that hate Americans. They hate you, okay? They hate you, Mr. and Mrs. America. They want to see you extinct, and they've already been doing everything they possibly can with the chemical jihad being waged by the CCP, with the fentanyl crisis killing 100,000 Americans per year, the food crisis, the food poisoning, and on and on and on. Of course, the chemical spills that happen when trains derail. Again, I've reported on the Chinese that have been there cutting train tracks with blow torches that the FBI scooped up and told the railroad, work, the railroad workers, you never saw this, we were never here kind of stuff, covering it all up. Because, again, the FBI lie is part of the globalist machine to take down America. Look at what they're doing to Owen Troyer. Look at what they're doing to the J6ers. This is a globalist takedown right now. And if you don't want to stand up, then please step aside and let somebody else stand up. This is our moment in time to take back our country, to stand up for the God-given rights and the God-given freedoms. So, I mean, you know, I, I know we got to go to break here in about three minutes, Michael, but you know, this is that moment in time right now when America is faced with the unthinkable, that we are now going to be the, the fathers and daughters and mothers of the American Revolution. I already am. I'm a DAR. My great-great-grandfather fought in the American Revolutionary War in 1776. I'm proud to say it. As and did two of my grandfathers. There you yep. go. So you're a, you're a son of the American Revolution. Mm -hmm. You've got two right here, and there are millions of us out there because, you know, that's just how it is. We're genetically predisposed to our forefathers that were here. So where are you in all of this right now? 
America, where are you? Because this is that moment in time where you have to ask yourself, the lights are going to go out. Communications are going to go down. This isn't a drill. This isn't a threat. This isn't fear porn. This is the reality. They poisoned us. They're poisoning the skies right now. They're poisoning the water, the food. Go ahead. Tell them what we saw yesterday at Walmart in Mexico. Yeah, we were, so, we're in Belize now. but Yeah, we, we, we drove across the border in Mexico. So Mr. and Mrs. Globalists at Walmart, you, know, you walk in, they, they worship, uh, it's called Santa Muerta. They have an altar to Muerta. It's the altar to remember the dead. That's their holiday yesterday, okay? And right next to the altar, they're celebrating death how? Day By, of the Dead. Yesterday. The Day of the Dead, yes. And how are they celebrating the Day of the Dead? Right next door, Walmart is sponsoring free COVID and, and uh, flu shots with the mRNA. Not, death not shot. right next door, 15 feet 15 away. Feet, yeah, you can't even make it up. I mean, literally in the same 15 feet, you've got someone taking the poison death shot next to the altar of death. There you go. This is in the Walmart yesterday. And I'm, we're sitting there, and sure enough, there they are. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the vaccine crew. That's the vaccine death police right there in Walmart. Mr. and Mrs. Global, that's it. There you go. I mean, you honestly can't make this stuff up. And while so many people look at this and go, oh, this is so innocent. It's a, it's a holiday. We're painting our faces. Again, think about the paganism in which you're supporting and the paganism that you are supporting when you worship Halloween and you can't find a Christmas decoration anywhere. So Yeah, what well, if you want to make a fortune, just open a free vac shop and a funeral home and a florist right next to each other. Yeah, that's right. It's not funny, but it's funny. I mean, this is what I mean. We have to have a laugh here every now and then because it's so serious what we're talking about. And for us, it feels like, you know, the Bible says not everybody gets to go. And so sometimes I, I think, Michael, maybe that we've woken up as many people as we're going to wake up. I just hope we have enough to stand up and defend so that we can honor what God gave us in this second covenant nation. So we're out talking with people like Mennonites now because, you know, listen, if you have Mennonites or Amish or those sorts of people around you, it's time to start getting to know how they live. That's right. Because if the lights go out for the Amish and the Mennonites, they're not even going to notice. They won't notice. I mean, they're just going to be like, it's just another day, right? Just because they know how to live. All right, we got to go to break, everybody. When we come back, I believe we're going to have uh, Colonel Doug McGregor at some point calling in with any luck. He's a busy guy, but stick with us here more on InfoWars. Alex Jones, Michael Yon, and Ann Vandersteel on this transmission. Where were you when humanity was fighting for its life? Where were you when the globalists were caught trafficking millions of children for sex slavery worldwide? Where were you when the New World Order was starting World War III with Russia? Well, I know where you are. You're watching and listening to InfoWars.com right now, and I salute you and thank you. And I want to encourage all of you who've been in this fight so long to realize we've reached the critical juncture in the battle now. And a key tool in that fight is the Great Awakening, defeating the globalists, and launching the next great renaissance. This is my second book, part two of The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's a longer book, a quite frankly more powerful book. And just like the last book went to number one, it is up to you to send us to number one right now. This is a cultural fight against the globalists, and it funds the info war. Get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Awakening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to thank you all for your support, but this is a book everybody needs. Get your copy of The Great Awakening right now. Welcome back. We're here live on the Alex Jones Show. Michael Yan and Ann Vandersteel down here in Belize in Central America tracking the migrant invasion. I want to talk to you guys a little bit about food shortages because as we left before the break, we were talking about how the Mennonites that live here in Belize are the ultimate preppers. They won't miss a beat when the lights go out because they're already living with the lights gone out. 
But again, you know, the food shortages are going to be real. While the supermarket shelves may be full today, you're probably starting to see some of your favorite items or not starting to disappear. Things are getting a little bit leaner. And of course, the crisis in Panama with the Panama Canal being almost virtually shut right now, goods and services aren't getting through. So we are, we're, we're moving into that phase, too, where the PANFA war is becoming more of a reality. And the Dutch are already living with this right now, right. cutting we're, off food supplies. We'll talk about Netherlands and Israel. And Doug McGregor might come on uh, if he can uh, call in. Uh, we've been swapping messages. Uh, but Netherlands, you want to talk about Netherlands let's do now? It. Yeah, let's Netherlands. Do it. Sometimes when I leave Panama, I fly straight to Netherlands. Actually, at one point, I had Jordan Peterson over there, took him out to a farm. To set up a couple of meetings for him and that sort of thing because Netherlands is key terrain like Panama. And the Dutch farmers are some of the most efficient in the world, if not the most efficient. Netherlands is a huge food exporter. Actually, often people say it's the second biggest food exporter in the world, but let's be clear, a lot of that actually is flowers, but they do actually export a huge amount of food. They're very efficient. Uh, but one of the problems that the Dutch farmers have is that they are uh, highly controlled already. For instance, they take a lot of uh, subsidies from the government. All of their work is completely computerized at this point. For instance, uh, one Dutch farmer that we go out with sometimes, his, his name is Jordan. He's like, you know, one of those 12 foot tall Dutchmen. And, uh, and uh, he has to talk down to me. I'm like, you know, can you hear me up there? And um, avatars. And he, we call those avatars. Oh, uh, Lord. And, uh, and, uh, and he's a, I get along with farmers in every country. It doesn't matter if it's Taliban or Dutch or whatever. And, uh, and so, um, and, but Jordan was talking about, for instance, we, we, on different times we're out there, he's milking his cows and that sort of thing. Every liter of milk that comes out is, is, is measured. Every feed input that goes in is measured. Every one of his cows has a tag in its ear. He can't have like five extra cows without the government noticing that, right? And it's interesting. This is something very interesting. And I think with InfoWars in specifically, Alex has been you know, warning about InfoWars for years. One of the things that the Dutch did before the, this wolf problem is they passed a law for wolf protection. Before they had wolves in Netherlands, right? They haven't had wolves there in, I don't know, 150 years, right? And much of the Netherlands, of course, was under seawater. So Jordan's farm, the dairy farmer, his is called a polder. The polders are the places that they, they dried up, right? And they're now used for farming. So Jordan's dairy farm is on a polder that his great-grandfather and whatnot helped build. And now there's wolves out there. So they first they passed a law that, for wolf protection, and the Dutch are like, why do you need a law for wolf protection? There's no wolves here. And the next thing you know, there's wolves. Right. Magically, they're all over Netherlands and Germany now, and they're killing people's cattle. They're killing sheep. A German lady got chased, and uh, last time I was down there, she was in Germany. On it. Luckily, she had an electric bicycle and barely got away from them. In the hotel that I was in March in Netherlands, a wolf got hit in the highway about 500 meters from me, get killed by a car, right? Uh, Jordan said, anyway, I, I, I'll, I'll skip exactly what he said, but the bottom line is he said it's easier to commit murder on a human. You'll get less of a, a prison sentence for killing a human than a wolf. And, and basically, they've made it so illegal to protect your livestock against wolves. And every time a wolf kills a pony or a, a sheep or anything like that, you'll see it in the news. Like I read German news sometimes because I, I, I speak German. And, and in Germany, you'll see when, when the wolves kill uh, livestock over there, they blame it on the farmers. They blame it on climate change. The farmers are impinging on the wolves. But if you look on the World Economic Forum website, 
You'll see that they have wolves running all over Europe. So what I'm saying is, is this is just one of many of the of the weapons that they're using. For instance, wolves. Uh, you know, basically these little. Uh, they're saying in, in in Netherlands they have a stickstoff problem, which means nitrogen in Dutch and German language. But if you cross the border over to Germany, it's a carbon dioxide problem, which is actually how they say it in German, carbon dioxide. So it's interesting how these information wars are tailor made for every culture. You know what, we're, we're supposed to go to a break, but I think... I have sworn upon the altar of God eternal hostility against every form of tyranny over the mind of man. Thomas Jefferson. And welcome back to Alex Jones and Vanderstill and Michael Young here are talking about the food insecurity that's happening worldwide. Again, another manufactured crisis. Michael Young talking about how there were no, there were no wolves in northern Europe and in Holland and in Germany. And all of a sudden they get put on a protected species list. And the next thing you know, there's wolves everywhere, not only attacking people, but more, I don't want to say more importantly, but as importantly, attacking the food supply for the oh, people. Can I say one thing yeah, on that? please. One of the interesting things about the wolves is I was mentioning the polders before, which is the land that's been dried out to do farming, right? Right. Uh, so now there's wolves on that land, and, and the World Economic Forum and others are saying that they're indigenous to that land. And like Jordan, the farmer's like, what, were they sea wolves before? This was under the sea. They were never, what were they chasing sea wolves, chasing seahorses? You know, I mean, and, but now they're protected on land that they were never on unless they were sea wolves. Yeah, so well, it must be the elusive sea wolf that has just now come back from the dead, Michael. It's sort of like Jurassic Park. And you can't also, make up this you, stuff. But they do. They're making it all up. They make. They the, can make it up. The, just like the climate hoax, they've made it all up. I mean, if you go back in time, and I know Alex has talked about this, we've all talked about this, but you can look at the temperatures going up and down, you know, three, four, five degrees. In fact, the Earth is five degrees cooler than its inception. If you look at this entire trajectory, trajectory of global warming or climate change, whatever you want to call it. It's just called Mother Earth, okay? This is what happens. It comes and it goes. But yes, they are intentionally destabilizing the planet with the weather warfare, with the chemtrails, and of course, everything they're putting in our atmosphere, our food, and our water. And again, the destabilization and the food insecurity is also manufactured. Bill Gates being the largest private landholder of farmland here in the United States of America. Chinese coming in, and thank God for Sarah Huckabee, right? She just said, anybody that's Chinese owning property here in, in Arkansas, get out. You have two years, get out. And this is what we need to do. We need to take it back. And, you know, the current regime in power, we've seen some, you know, we've seen a change with Speaker Mike Johnson. I don't want to, you know, jump in and go, great, I'm being cautiously optimistic. But again, he's even promoting, I'm okay with sending money to Ukraine as long as we're sending money to the border. We don't need to send Ukraine any more money, Michael. We need to send all assets to the border to not only stop the invasion, but then we need to work cohesively with the state-run militias as well as the, uh, you know, the local law enforcement and any constitutional sheriff that will definitely people to actually remove and deport these people out of our country. We can do this if we oh, want Oh, we to. can definitely do it. First, stop. Anybody who's not talking about mass deportation, do not vote for them. They must be deported, period. And they can be deported. And the wall can, and, and the border can be closed, period. You know, interestingly, by the way, in Netherlands, three of the, uh, at least three, people could fact check me on this, that might be more now, of the Bill and Melinda Gates picnic uh, food distribution facilities have burned, uh, coincidentally. In fact, uh, 
uh, Masako Ganaha and I were there when one burned, and, and we drove over to see it the next morning. It was still smoldering, and uh, there were a bunch of uh, film crews there, and and then I think two more. One may have burned before that, and in total, at least three. Is this is this and by design <clears throat> the same way that the British or five G towers are also burning down or blowing up or what's happening? I mean, why why would a Bill and Melinda Gates facility burn down? Typically, we've been seeing the food security of the United States being burned down with hundreds of plants that have been just burnt down, cows and farms blowing up. I mean, when, when have you ever heard of a farm just blowing up, killing 20,000 cows? Yeah, this is happening. Uh, and, and, and this just background noise at this point. Look at the train derailment in Ohio by the Amish, right? Coincidentally, actually, Doc Chambers, a mutual friend of ours, uh, retired Green Bray uh, doctor, Pete Chambers, many people know him. He drove up to see the Amish after the train derailment. Of course, the Amish didn't really have any idea what's going on, and they talked about the cloud, he said, you know, yeah. and, and Pete was talking with them, and uh, and they said, holy buckets, you know, he's here to talk about the cloud, you know, the Amish, and um, and why why did that train derailment happen by the highly productive Amish, who are not exactly blue state people? No, and not, not exactly. Maybe coincidence. It could be. I'm not reading into it. it well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm reading into it. Because that's prime, that is prime land, right? If nothing says more than a government takeover, an eminent domain, if your land all of a sudden becomes uninhabitable because of, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, chemical contaminant that is now in the air that has gotten into the soil, into the groundwater. This is the perfect way for them to do a massive land grab, which is what they do constantly. But, I, you know, I want to shift a little bit over to these, you know, these wars. Again, this is all about the destabilization. Look over here, not over there. How can we just have, you know, this is fifth generation warfare on steroids, and it's targeting the United States of America and Americans. But they're using the people around the world as fodder, as cannon fodder, essentially, to uh, to create this destabilized platform so they can continue with this global reset. Let's talk about Israel for a little bit, shall we? Israel, yeah, Israel. First of all, let's talk to set the table on this, the World Economic Forum. Somebody that, uh, again, Alex Jones blazed the trail on this. I remember a long time ago, he said, Klaus Schwab is the ace of spades. I mean, I don't know when he said that, but as soon as I saw that, I shared it with everybody. I mean, he just, Alex totally... Listen, World Economic Forum, if you're a member of the World Economic Forum, and I know a lot of people watching this are, that is literally like the Nazi party. Literally. That is not over the top at all. In fact, they'll probably end up killing a lot more than Nazis ever dreamed of. They work hand in glove with the Chinese Communist Party. They are one at this point. They'll fight later, but right now they're, they're, they're working together. So the Chinese Communist Party and the World Economic Forum are allies like 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 Italy and Germany in World War II, right? Now, interestingly, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is a member of the World Economic Forum. Look it up. His biography is on their website. He never denounces them. He's been to their meetings. Back to Israel. Who's a member of the World Economic Forum? Benjamin Netanyahu, right? The super vax pusher. That's another sign of... of uh, of World Economic Forum and CCP, they're trying to get everybody to take the jabs, right? Like at the Walmart yesterday, we were at in Mexico, giving the jabs right by the front door, free, right? These are clearly genocidal jabs. And Benjamin Netanyahu bragged about how he negotiated for Israel to be the first in line to vax up Israel. That guy has done more to kill Jews than anybody on planet Earth. And pushing the LGBTQ stuff, Pushing the sex change operation, uh, you know, just the, that's over the top sick at that point. So we see Israel at this point. 
is a dead man walking. I don't see it getting out of this alive. Now, I know a lot of my friends are going to hit like one that's in Israel this morning. Uh, you know, he, he doesn't like when I say this because biblically Israel is to survive. I do not see how Israel as a country will survive this, especially when you got people like, but I've been one of the big Israel supporters for years, a great personal cost. But when they're pushing LGBTQ, when they're pushing the vax jabs, when they're pushing all these other things, no mas. Can, can we sort of, can, I want to sort of dissect that a little bit, because when you say Israel, that lumps in a lot of things together. You have obviously the, the landmass, but you also have, it's, it's a multicultural country, and you also have a government that clearly is anti-humanity. When Bibi Netanyahu is pushing the vaccine, touts how he's making Israel his lab experiment for Pfizer, the same company that genocided the Jews back in the Holocaust with the gas they made. I mean, this is, this is in fact, what we have to delineate between the good you guys and the bad guys. You can't make this up. I, I know. It's but the same people doing it again. It's the same people doing it again. It's the same people that are in, you know, the Ukrainian Azov Battalion. It's all this Nazi coalition. And as my good friend Mel Kay's always said, the Nazis didn't lose World War II. They were brought under Operation Paperclip here to the United States of America, and they've been allowed to flourish elsewhere, and they're coming back around for phase three. This is, you know, the, the another establishment of their Reich. This is what they, you know, see as happening. And it's it, there's just so many factions. So let's take Israel and let's look at it clearly. I mean, Bibi Netanyahu pushing the vaccine. Do you think he really took the real jab? Do you really think he did? He <laughs> probably took a vitamin B shot. Right. So, I mean, let's talk about you have the Israeli government, you have Mossad, and you have the Hebrews, the actual Hebrews, the Jews that are in the biblical Hebrews. There is a difference between all these people, but unfortunately, people don't understand that. So how do we break this down more clearly, Michael? Yeah, well, uh, immediately people like Ben Shapiro will call me an anti-Semite, which uh, if you're going to call me an anti-Semite, I will call you anti-Goy, right? Goy is a derogatory term for non-Jews, right? Not gay, Goy, G-O-Y. Uh, so, but we're not anti-Semites in, in, in any stretch. In fact, if, if things really go down, I'll be hiding Jews. We'll be fighting shoulder to shoulder with our Jewish brothers and sisters. Bottom line, especially the conservative ones. Bottom line, there is no room on this arc for people that bring in the LGBTQ. If you show up with a rainbow shirt, go away. Don't want you, right? We know what's happening. This is Sodom and Gomorrahville, and we don't want you. The bottom line is that's the sort of people that are causing this, allowing this, pumping this. Pumping our borders. What? We have no borders. Uh, Israel at this point will die at this rate. Now, if you want to really kill your country, destroy your currency, open the borders, let Chinese buy land next to our military bases, destroy your farmers, destroy your farmers, destroy your farmers, yeah. make yourself dependent on others for your food, right? Destroy your energy sectors, destroy these sorts of things. And make men and women confused about who they are. And finally, put U.S. troops in Gaza. If you want to really make the whole world go up against you, you know, a lot of people overestimate how big we are versus these potential enemies that we can create. The World Economic Forum and the Chinese Communist Party are very busy. Listen, you know those funguses that take over entire ant colonies and make the ants do work and then kill the ant colonies? That's what the World Economic Forum is. That's what the CCP are. They are fungi. They have invaded our colonies. They are, they've got people running around doing their work for them, fighting in the streets, LARPing as BLM, Black Lives Matter, and Antifa. They're nothing but useful idiots. They will all be killed in the end. That, that's, that's their future.
Yeah, so, you know, as I always say, the World Economic Forum is really the unspoken, unofficial State Department for the One World Government United Nations. I mean, they're setting the policy, the tone, the tenor, the agenda, and uh, these are anti-God, uh, you know, anti-human people that are you know, on, a, on a path to genociding the planet down into the image in which they think it should be, which is less than a billion of all of us, uh, and, and then, of course, them. In fact, uh, we reported earlier about how the Federal Emergency Management Association, FEMA, moved heaven and earth to get a ham radio tower built in the Midwest in record time, actually paid triple to get them to the front of the line, with, as they always are. Oh, yeah, we knew about that, but we didn't do anything for you. And this is what we are you know, up against here on a daily basis. We need your mind alert. If you smoke dope, stop. If you're drinking alcohol, get rid of it. It's, we don't have time for that anymore. We're in a state of war. It's growing. We don't have, there's no time. It's over. You're at war. It's time to get a clear mind and start watching what's around you. Develop your organizations. Go to church. Go to synagogue. Go to temple. But get organized and, and get a clear mind. Get good night's sleep and, and be prepared. You're going to see it. Eventually, our lights will go out. If you don't have radios to communicate with your friends and family, then you're just not going to have radios. You're not going to be able to get them. Notice they're actually more and more difficult to get. I've noticed a lot of product fade, by the way. I've noticed, for instance, two of my Surefire lights just magically stopped working, and two of my Swarovski, these are binoculars. These are top-in-the-world products. I use top-of-the-world products because, you know, I'm a war correspondent, and when stuff breaks, it's a big deal. I needed my Swarovski uh Optics recently down in, in the Darien Gap for a helicopter trip to spot, you know, potential LZs. And the things just magically broke. This is top of the line gear, right? It shouldn't be breaking. I'm seeing product fade across the board. So keep that in mind. Even when you're buying top of the line gear, two of my Surefire lights, you know, and two of my pairs of Swarovski uh, uh, optics. This is the kind of stuff that should never be breaking. All right, I, I want to pan back for a minute on uh, on Israel because the United States government is now openly saying we're sending our we're sending the boys and men and women in military. Uh, we've got we've got uh, you know just carriers parked right over there in the Mediterranean. Um, we've already had Joe Biden, the you know the buffoon, the mushroom in the White House docks Delta Force, right? Put put a picture, a selfie, right, with Biden and Delta Force doxing these people. The woman that was in the picture, she can never work again. Clearly, she can never work again. So this is, you know, the idiocy of what's happening right now on unfolding on the global stage is designed to drag us into a massive global World War III conflict with dire consequences, which is why we're talking about get off, get organized, and start cooperating inside your local communities so that you can protect and defend and survive what's happening on the other side of this. But, you know, Michael, if you were going to predict by putting a fleet right there in the Mediterranean uh, and being provocative like that, how is this going to unfold and what would you, you know, so I don't want to make predictions, but how would you see this sort of moving forward in the future? Wars are amazingly unpredictable. Yeah. The only thing predictable about wars is they are unpredictable and they grow. They always grow out of control in the, the big wars like this. This war has a lot of energy in the system. Obviously, a lot of players involved. Everybody's coming to the party, right? And, you know, I, I saw that the clown, Peter Zayan, this guy, people keep sending me his links. Listen, stop sending me that clown's links. He's clearly one of their spokesmen, right? He's like, this won't grow anywhere. Listen, the, guy's a, the guy was on his fifth jab, literally sick, doing a podcast, sniffling, coughing, and pushing the jab all at the same time. 
This is the kind of clowns on the opposite side that are pushing these narratives that it's a good idea to go to Ukraine. If you look at his Twitter feed, he's got his Ukraine tag uh, tie on. Now he's, you know, all behind going, go, going all in on Israel. Well, anything that those guys are pushing, you should be running away from, like the jab, right? So the bottom line is, <clears throat> this thing is going to get way out of control. Ukraine is lost. That thing's it's done, just as we, just as Alex was saying from day one, before the invasions or any of that ever started. I was over in Lithuania, probably six months before the war, warning about it. Chuck Colton and I had been down in Morocco. We noticed that Belarus was trying to push uh, aliens, uh, illegal aliens into pa Poland and Lithuania. I flew up to Lithuania. Chuck and I did. I stayed, Chuck stayed for a few days. I stayed for five weeks. Luckily, I had been with the Lithuanian army in Afghanistan. So they gave me, so I, I know some of the officers, they gave me full access to their camps for five weeks. This was a clear war move. That was a weaponized migration. Never underestimate weaponized migration. Stalin did it with the Kulaks. This has been done over and over and over throughout space and time. Turkey is doing it now. Turkey has a close relationship, for instance, with uh, El Salvador. And anyway, it goes on and on and on. And we have, you know, Iran has a very close relationship with Venezuela. Venezuela is rubber stamping uh, visas to, to Iranians that go to Venezuela, and they're going right through the Darien Gap, and we see them. China has a close relationship with Venezuela. Uh, Russia has a close relationship with Venezuela. Expect in the future a war between Venezuela and Guyana. Anyway, that's a side topic. The bottom line is we're going into a very interesting global time, and you're either ready or you're not. That's right. You're either ready or you're not. And again, the... the uh the ideas that these global conflicts are manufactured is not new. It has to be accepted. And again, it comes down to what are we the people going to do about it? America's always stood up and tried to defend democracy. But uh, what we're not doing is defending the honor of the republic in which we should be standing. This is what our founding fathers have designed here for us. And this is, in fact, the example that has been set for the rest of the world, which is why they've always wanted to come here. But now it's different. Now they're coming here because they're being paid to come here. Listen, let's be really clear. The Chinese don't let anybody leave their country unless they know that they're leaving and are allowing them to leave. And when you have thousands and thousands of military-age men coming across the border through the Darien Gap and into the United States of America uh, getting $2,200 a month, that is a coordinated effort between the globalists and this regime in power, the United States corrupt corporate government, which is, again, Another uh, facsimile of, like Eisenhower warned us about, the military-industrial complex stands to profit on all of this. And again, they are working hand-in-hand -hand with these globalist bankers to make sure that this happens. So how is this going to impact you? Well, again, where we're sitting down here in, this, in Central America, we have looked at the Pan-American Highway. Right now, it's a two-lane road. And right now, they're building a bridge between South America and Central America. So that two-lane road from the tip of South America can make it all the way to Canada. That supports the Declaration of North America, which was, again, signed on January 10th of this year by Biden, by Obrador, and by and, uh, Trudeau, the presidents of Canada, Mexico, and the United States, all so they can create one region, one homogenous migration of people. Again, anti-God globalists uh, believe in the homogenization of humanity. They don't believe in preserving culture, despite what they might put in paper, what they might say or print. It's always a 180-degree lie around on the other side. And so we're seeing the fruits of their evil labor materialize right here. In Belize, you've got 
the Overseas Engineering Construction Company, the OECC, which Misaka Ganaha and I saw ourselves the other day when we were coming back from visiting the Mennonites because we wanted, again, see how these people live off the grid, the super preppers. As we know, America is going to soon be challenged with living off of the grid. Um, and the Overseas Engineering Construction Company is being funded by the Taiwanese, the Republic of China, if you will. And so you have to wonder, what is really going on here? Because Chinese are all over South America. They're all over Central America. Yet here in Belize, it's the Taiwanese. But we don't see any Taiwanese. Masaka and I and, and Michael, we've driven around. We haven't seen people from Taiwan here. Seeing Chinese is one thing, but people from Taiwan, no. So is it really Taiwan that's behind the funding? Is or Are they the beard for China? What is, in fact, going on that needs to be further explored and explained? Uh, because we are, again, watching the CCP with their, their global creep, again, in their partnership with the World Economic Forum, the Belt and Road Initiative, is all about their global takeover. And right now, Michael, I would argue that they are in control of the Panama Canal for the most part. Uh, not yet in control, but there is. It's, there, it, the, and actually, it, when you say this, the Panamanians say, no, no, we're still in control, which they nominally are, but it's clearly coming. It's, it's clearly coming. coming. You know, interestingly, Panama had some of the worst COVID lockdowns on the globe, as did where else? Israel, coincidentally, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not interesting. Yeah, world economic, I mean, you know, it's coincidence. Highly jabbed. For instance, I spent a lot of time in Panama. There, there's a mall there called Albrook Mall. There were people lined up every day getting jabs. I yeah. saw them. It's coming, folks. It is coming. I know we got to get to break. We've got another half hour of the show left, so don't go anywhere. We've got more coming up. Let's uh, reach out to Colonel Doug McGregor. I was he, just checking. He's uh, hopefully going to be joining us here because uh, he's got a lot to say. I think we can talk to him about what's going on in Israel and get his perspective. So don't go anywhere. Right here on InfoWars, Michael Yan and Ann Vandersteel sitting so in. So many for people Alex say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. When castles towered over vast landscapes and knights championed honor and valor, there came an unforeseen darkness. Amidst this impending doom stood a knight called Alex Jones, a brave and outspoken herald known as the Truthsayer. Sir Alex Jones was not alone. In his most desperate hour in the battle against evil, a radiant light descended from the heavens. God, in all his glory and his legion of angels, stood by Alex's side. The battle raged on, but with every blow, Alex Jones' conviction grew stronger. With every truth he proclaimed, the demonic forces faltered. When the enemy was vanquished, Alex Jones swore a solemn oath that should the realm need him again, he would return. And now it's Alex Jones, leading a full frontal assault on the satanic New World Order. 
Tune in at InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. And welcome back. This is Operation Burning Edge. Michael Yon and Ann Vandersteel live on InfoWars, sitting in for the great Alex Jones. Uh, we're talking about it all here. You know, as uh, our good friend Michael Adams just published on uh, Natural News, War, Famine, Financial Collapse, Every Engineered Crisis is a cover story for a larger globalist crime or power grab. I mean, that is, in fact, really what's happening overall, isn't it, Michael? It is. We've been working on our own comms plans, our communications plans, actually you know, communicating constantly with Anthony Rubin down in the Darien Gap and that sort of thing. And one of the things that we've been uh, actually de- deployed already, uh, Anthony's not using it now, but we have been, is satellite radios, actually, and Starlink. I don't know how long Starlink will work if, if there's some big uh, deal going on. But it's actually been very useful for us down in Panama. And it's uh, we got it from sat123.com. They actually donated it to us. And it's incredible. We just took an EcoFlow that they donated, sat123.com, and we took the EcoFlow. That's, that's our backup power supply. Yeah, that was our backup power supply for the – then East. all we needed was the EcoFlow, and, and, and we had a solar panel yeah. and, and, the, and the Starlink. And then we have super fast internet anywhere that we go. You can right. take it in the – we actually took it up in a dugout canoe of Piragua for about, what, four hours upriver. So we were yeah. way out in the jungle and actually did a live hit. With multiple li- live like hits. Mu- actually, multiple live hits. Chuck Holton even used it to do yeah. a live hit right from uh, that, Baja Chiquito. That's right. He was on Newsmax or somebody. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, CBN or something. And, uh, yeah, we were out in this remote village in the Darien Gap. And it's interesting because you can just lug these things with you now. Just keep them waterproofed and you're good to go. Yeah, I mean, they even have small ones like the size of a car battery. I mean, this is this is the technology that Sat123 has right now. Go to sat123.com. I highly recommend it because when you are out in the middle of nowhere or when the lights go out, you can have your solar power backup supply so that you can actually connect. And thank you uh, to the team at Sat123 for that Starlink. We would never, ever have been able to get our job done the way we did and be so proficient and pump the information out to the world the way we did because that was pretty viral stuff. Interestingly, on energy, like Anthony, his his, uh, GPS went out in the jungle at one point, so I lost him for a night. And uh, then he was able to get it charged up in a village. Uh, and now he just made it out of the Darien Gap again, and the electricity has been out in Darien for three days. It just started again a few hours ago because the roads were closed and the fuel wasn't moving down into the Darien Gap in Panama. So his phones went out again. You have to have power sources, obviously. One of the things that people use in, in the wars uh, is these new solar-powered uh, power banks. But those things, those tiny solar panels, I mean— you. First of all, you have to have sun, and secondly, that's not a lot of wattage, right? Yeah. So you got to be really prepared on, on, you know, okay, you've got your phone and all that stuff, but you have to have power, and 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 uh, and communications is absolutely vital. One of the things that I was teaching people in various conflicts is how to use whistles, and so in fact, when I brought congressmen and others down to the Darien Gap, I gave everybody whistles. Right. So that if anything happens, you blow your whistle and we show up. So teach your neighbors how to use things like whistles. Just not and cicada whistles. Not, oh, Lord, have mercy. Don't tell the cicada story unless you want to. No, no, we'll skip. Yeah, the you can tell it if you want. Oh, let's uh, just tell it. Let's I'll roll go, with it. All right. Go ahead. You tell it. You tell it. Better. You, you were the eyewitness that was better. <laughs> OK, we were down at SpaceX. Right. And we had assembled this uh, or some people actually assembled with us. They, those were the problems, actually. So we were down at SpaceX. Uh, doing the bo- looking at the border, we were trying to impel uh, Elon Musk to go look at the border, which has succeeded, whether he knew it or not. And so we didn't actually meet with Elon, but we were just trying to 
nudge him along the border because people are coming across the border right into SpaceX property there at Boca Chica. It's on the border of uh, Mexico, right? So when, when we first got down there, a couple of people that joined uh, our, our party, one of them heard this whistling going on, and he thought it was cartels with whistles. And, uh, and so the next thing you know, these guys break out rifles and stuff, and they think we're about to be attacked. I wasn't there. I was actually in town doing some meetings. Ann was there, and she's like, what's up with the guns? I mean, and, and, and they're like, those are, those are you know, the, the, the cartels are moving in on us. They were cicadas. It was cicadas in the trees. That's what it turned out to be. So folks, Be careful who you bring to the border just, or, just, or who you allow to join you. Or, or just be careful not to succumb to fear porn. Just look at the facts in front of you and just do a little bit of research. So, again, we're sitting here talking about the, the impending global collapse, the manufactured crisis that we see with wars everywhere, the food instability. Uh, communications is definitely going to be problematic. But, again, this is all because they need a financial reset. These globalist demons have spent us into an oblivion and they have profited. Look, the central banks right now are, uh, are and the central depositories, I should say, are low on gold because the central bankers around the world are buying as much as they can. The BRICS nations are standing up their own financial security with gold-backed currencies. And the international banking cabal led by the demons over the Federal Reserve. Remember the, uh, you know, the Jekyll Island story? Those guys, that's right. They've hijacked everything. We are never supposed to have an outside organization running our currency, our money. It should have been the Treasury. And they're the only ones that can you know, print uh, you know, gold and silver as honest money tender per, for our Constitution. So we've got a calamity coming because they've organized it. And they need a reset to, to restart this whole thing all over again. And the definition of insanity is what, Michael? Doing the same thing over and over and over and getting punched in the nose every time. <laughs> Expecting a different outcome. It's not going to happen. So, you know, we've got... Uh, we've got a, a military draft that potentially is, is going to be in, in play here. Uh, we've got uh, military draft. That's important. As they commit right. our troops to another. It's not an idiotic war if you want to destroy our military, just like vaccine. You see, the Marine Corps uh, commandant had a heart attack the other day, by the way. I'm not saying anything about the vax. I have no idea. It's just another coincidence. But bottom line is destroying our military, whether through combat or through biological means, uh, you know, prescribing drugs that makes them crazy and that sort of thing. Uh, and then start with a draft. And who are you going to draft? You're going to draft these people coming through the Darien Gap, like, right. you know, Syrians, Haitians, basically make a death squad. And that's that will absolutely work. People may say it won't work, but it will. And And that's clearly what's coming. The enemies are signaling that's what's coming. They're not hiding it. Listen to Alex. No, they're not hiding it. In fact, they're already offering the pathway to citizenship. Look what's happening in Chicago. If you are an illegal alien, you can now go and become an American citizen, a U.S. citizen, if you decide to become a member of the police force. This is, in fact, what is happening. They're offering pathways to citizenship by now arming and giving authority to illegal aliens that can turn around and point the gun at you. Can you imagine that? An illegal alien today a U.S. citizen tomorrow arresting another U.S. citizen tomorrow. This is, in fact, they are building like Barack Obama wanted, his private army. They are building it right here. The Trojan horse is coming across the border right now by the millions. We've had you know, upwards of 9 million people that we know of during Joe Biden's, and we've gotten millions of gotaways that we don't know of. Uh, in fact, Lieutenant Governor of Texas, Dan Patrick, I talked about the fact he believes currently today in, in, in mass, in total, we have somewhere between 40 and 50 million illegal aliens in the United States of America. That's one in seven people. 
folks. That's one in seven is an illegal alien. And the ones coming across the border today, whether they stream in and Customs and Border Protection cuts a hole in the fence and the Texas National Guard comes in and repairs the fence right after them, they're all getting 2200 bucks a month. Or if they just use the Customs and Border Protection app that the cartels have managed to spoof using VPNs so they can make it look like they're coming from wherever in the world and make an appointment, they skip and fly right into the city of their choice and collect their check. This is going on right underneath our noses, right out in the open. There, Mayorkas, if anybody paid attention to his testimony the other day, it was disgusting. He was just absolutely reprehensible. Uh, shout out to Josh Hawley for ripping him a new one several times over and over again. Same with Christopher Ray, disgusting. These people, shout out to Ivan Rakeland, who came up to him after he testified. These people are the worst of the worst. They don't represent you and me. They're unelected bureaucrats, and they're there to make sure that the globalist agenda of destabilizing America is, is complete so that we can roll up into this one world government. So we've got the military draft. We've also got domestic terrorism. You want to talk about that? It's just a matter of time. I mean, in a big, big way. I mean, seriously, we, you should see some of these Syrians coming through. You should, they are, they've got the eye of the tiger. These are very serious people, as are a lot of the Chinese. Uh, I mean, we have numerous different ecosystems of enemies coming in. And they're not all, they're not all, listen, this idea that they need to come to the United States for a job, if anybody still believes that, you're just going to die. I mean, you're just too stupid to, to, to save, to be honest. I mean, seriously, we got aliens going across the border uh, to into Mexico. We just crossed into Mexico yesterday, and guess where we went, went to first? Sam's. We didn't have a Sam card. It cost $100, so we went over to Walmart down the road. So there's a, this is in Mexico, right? Beautiful. And they're supposed to be poor. Yeah, they're supposed to be poor, but we didn't have a Sam's card for 100 bucks cost a hundred bucks to uh, shop here. And uh, so we went to Walmart and as normal, huge Walmart. Right. And, and they're given death jabs at the front door. Right. right. I mean, so the idea that they need to come to the United States to, 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 to survive or they're some sort of, it's just completely false. They're passing through Panama where Americans go down and buy houses where huge numbers of people go on vacation. They pass through Costa Rica. Many people watching this have been, I spent three months in Costa Rica. It's a huge uh, uh, tourist destination. Then they go to Nicaragua, a little bit rougher. Then they continue north up. They'll go through places like, of course, finally they'll go through Guatemala. We, yesterday when we were crossing the border from Belize into Mexico, we met a German and an Estonian, a man and woman on bicycles. And they, they're going up from, they had just come through Guatemala on bicycles. So they're touring through on bicycles. They just come, they were leaving Belize and going into Mexico. So, you know, Guatemala is so dangerous that they're bicycling across it. I asked them how it was and they said, oh, it's beautiful. We loved Guatemala. So, I mean, on bicycles, right? And, but it, this is all played up like these are the most dangerous places in the universe. So, I mean, this is, this is quite, this is not what's going on down. And the Panama Canal, look, the Panamanians are riding so much. They're so, so angry. They're actually throwing sand into the canal as a show, a demonstration that they want to shut everything down. And so understanding all of this, you destabilize the cities here in this country and you go into what would be considered civil war or uprisings, George Floyd on steroids in every Democrat stronghold city around the country, and frankly, even the, the red states because they're shipping these illegals to red states and the governors like Abbott, the weft puppet that he is, and DeSantis are helping push these migrants all over the country instead of deporting them back 
which is their constitutionally protected right, and they should defend their people in their own states. Instead of sending, spending the money to send them home, they're sending the money, spending the money to send them further into the country to make sure there's an evil sprinkling of, of these illegals everywhere. So martial law, I think, is a real thing, Michael. I think we're really are looking at it as a way to stop the elections from moving forward in November. I, 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 I'm not going to even caveat that with I think. It's clearly coming. It's yeah. like amazingly obvious, like tomorrow's sun, sunrise. Uh, it's coming. You know, downtown in Panama City, Panama, there's a big Agenda 30 billboard right at the busiest area of Panama City. They've staked their game, uh, their, their gang colors down there. And then you see Chinese uh, Communist Party or not. It's actually Chinese investment signs all over the place. And they're doing that all over the United States They're doing it all over Europe. And the bottom line is we're going into a war. It's very clearly we're coming into a war. That's why, again, I returned to the United States in 2020 because I saw it coming. I spend most of my time in places like Asia and across Europe and, and the wars and that sort of thing. I've seen a lot of war. I know what it smells like. It's clearly coming to our shores. You're not going to be able to, to, to win playing defense. You will absolutely be destroyed if you play defense. If you, if you sit down and like, hey, I'm going to guard my house, you've already lost. It's over. Well, you're not going to even have a house left to guard, Michael, because the interest rates are skyrocketing. So the amount of contracts right now, if you look, if you're starting to watch the trends in real estate, the market is turning and it has turned. It is now going in the other direction. People can't afford to buy homes. And those that got in with the adjustable rate mortgages are going to start to really feel the pain because interest rates have skyrocketed and they're still going to have to go up because inflation isn't cooling down because they keep printing money. It's not about this hot, hot job market. It's about the fact that government is printing money into an oblivion, which is driving inflation up. And so therefore rates have to go up to try and cool the inflation that they keep manufacturing by sending all this money, printing money to spend over on Ukraine and elsewhere around the world, as opposed to protecting the veterans and the homeless. And so you're going to start to see homelessness start to really skyrocket in this country, not only from the migrant invasion, the invading army that's coming in, but because people simply are going to be without a home to live in right now. <laughs> One of the most key points here. Remember what Stalin did with the kulaks, moved people into their homes, right. Hitler with the Jews, right? And this is an old story that goes through space and time. Over in Netherlands, you see the Dutch government floating the ideas that you may have to take migrants into your home in the wintertime, right? The Dutch are like, oh, no, they'll never actually do that. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> they couldn't have been any clearer with what they just said, right? And the same will happen to the United States. You'll end up being forced in one way or another to take them into your homes. How can you do that? First of all, you can't afford anything. So the government can say, hey, we'll just print some more money and give you $400 a month to take every head that you take in. And then they'll just cut those payments off eventually, right? And then you'll be with a bunch of Salvadorians, as Matt Bracken might say, right? Uh, in one of his books, he actually talked about that. In one of his books, a family, uh, uh, Salvadorians are forced into somebody's homes. Matt Bracken, who's been on... Uh, uh, on, on with Alex Jones many, many times. He has been prescient like Alex, actually. Uh, Matt Bracken, actually, I took to the Darien Gap. Matt Bracken sees how the Darien is going so much that he actually took off with me. He's a former Navy SEAL officer. He, he spent, I think, maybe three weeks with me down in, in Panama. And uh, so the bottom line is they will be in people's homes. One way or another, you're going to end up with millions of aliens in people's homes, and they will end up taking those homes one way or the other. Yeah, I mean, remember, your constitutional rights protect you from having to quarter 
uh, soldiers, right? But th look at these people as soldiers of an invading army, because that is in fact what they are. And they're being told the Chinese doctrine is such that they believe that the land in the United States of America, in fact, the Americas, both the Northern and Southern American continents, they believe belongs to them because they believe that the DNA on that soil is in fact Chinese DNA, i.e. the American Indian. And they believe is the ancestor to the Chinese. Ergo, this land is their land. That's how they see it. Uh, we've had generals on my show that will talk about the satellite imagery that is used just by Google Earth of every single house in the United States of America has already been earmarked to a member of the CCP. Why do you think, again, they're letting all these Chinese come over here? Because these Chinese are coming over here with the intent to take your home. I saw it where I lived uh, most recently in Sarasota. I lived in a community. And in the only short amount of time I was there, about a year and a half, we saw about 13 different Chinese families move in. And out of nowhere, they just started showing up. Now, a lot of the houses in there, guess what, were owned by, wait for it, BlackRock. That's right. BlackRock sure. owned a lot of the homes in there. The one we were renting at the time did not. It was owned by a private investor. But again, BlackRock was in that neighborhood with a lot of homes. And who do you think is moving in there? That's right, the Chinese. So, in fact, this is a well-organized uh, machine and operation that is underway. And, uh, you know, at this point, it's like until we stand up and fight back and declare our sovereignty – we can't stop what's coming if we don't finally agree to the fact that it is coming and it is coming. So we're looking at financial survival. We're looking at food survival. We're looking at potential kinetic survival. These are all the ingredients, a recipe for what is going to be the, you know, the ultimate takedown of America if we're not prepared for those areas. Right. Keep going. <laughs> I'm getting into this because it's absolutely accurate. Well, again, you know, the, 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 the other aspects of medical survival. Have you actually reached out? Have you got your medicine shelf stocked with what you need? Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, fenbin, um, any of the any of the over-the-counter or, or prescription medications that you need. You know, there's organizations out there like We the People Healthcare Clinic, WTPHealthcare.com, WTPHealthcare.com. They're out of Venice, Florida. Uh, I've seen their operation. I'm actually a member, and I live two hours from there. Why? Because it saves me about 700 bucks a month. I canceled my, my health care insurance at Blue Cross Blue Shield, and I went with the folks at Venice. Why? Because I can get everything I need there under one roof, and God forbid I need uh, an MRI or a CAT scan. They have it contracted for about 200 250 bucks to get any sort of imaging like that done. This is where we're having to shift to. It's that parallel economy. It's the realization that the global system that has been built around us, while it was uh, advantageous and, and convenient for many, many years, it lulled us into a sense of false security. And now these people are out for blood. They're out for our Can blood. Can I say something about yeah. homes? Um, when Masako Ganaha and Chuck Holt and I, we flew over to Japan and we went to Ishigaki Island, right? And again, I mentioned before, they have plans now. Ishigaki Island is part of Okinawa Prefecture for you Marines and Air Force who were stationed out there. You know it quite well. And Ishigaki is very close to Taiwan. That's why we went there. It's sort of like the key west of Japan, you might say. It's very close to Taiwan. So any invasion of Taiwan would probably, or a serious war, would end up with people flooding into Ishigaki Islands, right? Okinawa Prefecture. The mayor was very clear. We were in his office. He said, my people will move out. And then the Taiwanese and meaning, and he said, you know, basically mainlanders as well, will end up taking the homes of my people. So, I mean, basically, that's a weaponized migration. That's a weaponized and, migration. And now you've taken part of Japan by default, right? Yeah, that, that, is, that is the weaponized migration. And this is the push and pull, as you always say, of the human osmotic pressure. Human, and another thing about the human osmotic pressure that's vital, and this is one of the, just one of the many reasons we watch food 
so much. Not just food, whether or, not you, whether or not you have enough, but whether or not you can afford it. As they continue to open these routes through the, through the South America, if you can get your feet in South America, you can get anywhere in the United States easily, right? Go right through the Darien Gap. They're doing it as we speak, right? Now, as this path widens and grows, they're building two new camps down in the Darien Gap right now. Masako Ganaha and I just chartered an airplane recently, a couple of weeks ago, and we flew over them. Also, we were on the ground looking at them. Uh, actually, Ann was down there just before that, went in on the ground, was in and, and saw the, one of the giant new camps. Anyway, so uh, the bottom line is, as this human osmotic pressure builds, the routes to the United States are being widened. You see, right. so they're building the runway. The runway is already open, landing a lot of people, so to speak. But they're actually that number is increasing dramatically. I said on Alex, last time I was on with Alex Jones that I expected a good. I think I said I expected a good 10,000 a day to be coming through sometime in early 2024. Yesterday, one of the Embra Indians told me this morning a few hours ago. He said that yesterday 6,000 came through. Yesterday, right? So, so we're actually going up towards that 10,000 already. And this is on the tail end of the rainy season, where it's really dangerous. When I was there, 50 people had died in a mudslide coming through the Darien Gap in the jungles because that's the rainy season. And they weren't slowing down. They kept speeding no. right up. They'll just so now go, we're into the dry season. So at 10,000. Uh, dry, dry season will start in roughly late January. Right. And, and actually, there's another issue, the, the Lake Gatun, Gatun Lake, which you were out on. Lake, it's, you should see all the treetops there, like tens of thousands of treetops showing. These are treetops that have been covered up since uh, more than a century now. Right. And uh, because uh, the uh, now the water is getting so low that they're reducing the number of ships that go through and the draft on the ships as well to to about half of what they normally are. And and, and also salt water is coming into the Panama City, or eventually we'll get into the Panama City drinking yeah. water supply. Well, folks, we're about rounding it out here uh, on our two hours hosting for Alex Jones, Michael Yan, and Vandersteel. Really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to the emergency transmission coming out of here in Central America. It is critical that you get off the couch. Uh, it's game time, it's show time, and it's, uh, it's time to stand up. This is a second revolution, and this is an emergency broadcast coming out of Central America live here on InfoWars, MadMaxWorld.tv. Thank you so much uh, for allowing us to have this opportunity, Alex, and uh, God bless you. Why do you think the done. globalists Michael. are desperately trying to censor everybody? Why are they attacking myself and Donald Trump and Elon Musk and everybody else? Because they can't get through this giant megalomaniacal power grab if we're here exposing them. But we're not just exposing their operation. In my new book, we give you the solutions to build a new, better world, an alternative to Klaus Schwab's You Will Eat the Bugs. This is the Great Awakening, the plan to defeat the globalist and launch the second great renaissance. It's a companion to my last book that was a number one worldwide bestseller. And this book is even thicker and even more powerful. Get your copy of The Great Awakening today at InfoWarsStore.com. Either signed as a fundraiser, and I thank you for the support, or unsigned. But whatever you do, take action now. We're fighting for you, but we can't keep on if you don't support us. So please, get the historic book now. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com and get The Great Awakening. The Great Awakening at InfoWarsStore.com.